0: Hey, everyone, I'm Paul, the master interrupter, Powers. Hello, Mr.
1: Powers. Mr. Powers. Hello, Mr. Powers. Care to, have a, Care to have a little fun? Care to have a little fun? On this episode of the Retro Rewind Podcast. Reflux capacitor. Fluxing. Crew. stations, scanning for Austin Powers, International Man of Mystery,
2: 1997. Prepare to rewind in three, two, one...
1: Welcome, Rewinders, and new listeners to the Retro Rewind podcast, where we take a fresh look at movies and games that are 15 years or older. I am your captain of the pod, Francisco Ruiz, and I'm joined by your EXO and mine, Paul, the master interrupter. Powers, no relation to Austin Powers. My name is Richie Cunningham. <laughs> do you have a wife named Oprah? Yeah. Also, <laughs> Also, for this discussion of the film, Austin Powers, we welcome back aboard the pod's favorite entertainment officers coming to us from the Stunning and Brave podcast, Chris Cowan and Nate Henderson. Welcome, Chris.
3: Hey, it's groovy to be here, baby. Yeah,
1: Nate, he's groovy. <laughs> yeah.
3: See, Nate oh, can actually new. do a, an Austin Powers impression. Not really. I can't, so I'm just going to do it super dry like this. All right.
1: Sounds good. Sounds good, guys. Glad you're here. And now that you have a quick fly-by of who we are, Paul, can you give us a quick overview of production specs for Austin Powers?
0: Sure. Austin Powers stole my last name on April 29th, 1997. The movie runs an hour and 29 minutes and is rated PG-13. It was directed by Jay Roach and written by Mike Myers. That's the serial killer guy, right? Yeah, exactly. On Halloween, yeah. Yeah, Okay. Lead stars being Mike Myers, Elizabeth Hurley, and Michael York. The music whoa, was comp- Whoa, whoa, whoa! Why are
1: you having so- you're saying these names without any issue, Paul? You always um, have trouble
0: with names.
3: Sorry, I'm English, so I can <laughs> pronounce it. <laughs> <laughs> the music, the music is- was composed
0: by George S. Clinton, not the president. Okay. And um. then, <laughs> are you ready for the box office trivia game?
1: I am ready. Nate and Chris, are you guys ready? Oh yeah. And everyone watching live, feel free to join us as well. Go ahead, Paul. All
0: right. Austin Powers was made for $16.5 million and earned over $67 million at the box office. Oh, that's pretty... Uh Smashing baby. Yeah. <laughs> Given this and the fact that it was released theatrically in 1997, how high do you think it ranks in the box office among the other movies released theatrically in 1997? We'll go for the top 50 according to the numbers.com. All right. Uh, let's start with Nate. What is your guess?
2: Oh, geez. Senior year. Um whew. Was there any good comedies around that time? Uh, I'll go with uh,
3: number six.
1: Number six? What's your guess, Chris?
3: I'm, tr- I'm literally trying to think of any <clears throat> memorable movies that <clears throat> came out in when did, 97. When did Something and,
2: About Mary come out? Wasn't that? Maybe that was later.
3: I have like ne- I
2: don't think I've even seen that
1: one. <clears throat> I'll clue you guys in that Titanic came out in 1997. And that was number uh, one. I'm going to put. So this
2: Whether yeah. well, we're just ranking comedies, though, right? Please don't no, tell me we're, no, we're ranking Everything. all movies. No, oh, all oh, I'm relieved. dead. I'm lower I'm that, dead, bad, bro. Geez. No, it's
3: fine. I don't even. Yeah. You know, I don't care. <laughs> Go ahead. Don't even care. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say. I'm going to say it ranked around. Thirty-seven.
1: Thirty-seven. All right, nice solid guess. Uh, for me, I'm going to guess twenty-five. And then uh, we in, in here watching live in chat, we have, uh, let's see, Neko's guess is five. Uh, Baba, of course, with his 42, but maybe four. Uh, D. Tungsten's guess is four. Uh, Ashley's guess is 11. Cellcast's guess is 40. And D. Tungsten's guess is, wait, six? Oh, no. Okay, you're commenting. All right. So who is closest, Paul?
0: Well, maybe I shouldn't tell that we get our numbers from the dot com because the Cellcast Gaming got it correct with forty exactly. Oh, so you're saying That's there's some job. shenanigans oh, wow. afoot? No, I'm just saying it might be. <laughs> well,
3: good hey, job, I, I believe well, well done.
0: Yes,
1: You were close. Yes. If it was yes. just between seven, the four of close.
3: us, I just want to... I'm the winner, all right? Just, you just, have the just, moral
2: just... victory, Chris. Congratulations. Cowan <laughs> just has to establish that. If, if this
3: was, what's, you know, the, the game with Bob Barker or Drew Carey, we'd be... Price is right. Yeah, that one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Whichever one had all the uh, the lawsuits. Yeah.
1: Wow. Right. Oh, goodness. Well, thank you for those factoids, Paul. And let's see if any of them factor into our memory mind melt or subsequent roundtable discussion, which we will get into once us has located our target film. Alert! Alert! Approaching target. Spoilers coming. Establishing analysis, vector.
0: In his time, he was the coolest swinger alive.
3: A lot's changed since 1967.
1: Bring on the sexy steers, man! We're called flight attendants now.
0: Unfortunately, this
1: is not his time. Secret. Mike Myers. Yeah, baby.
2: Yeah!
1: Austin Powers. International Man
0: of Mystery. the PG-13.
1: Yes, he was international, so to speak, but were our memories multinational? Well, let's find out in our memory (laughs) mindless synopsis for Austin Powers. Yeah, baby, yeah! Dr Evil time travels to the future modern day in a giant Bob's Big Boy statue. So Wayne's World Wayne is a char- is a charming but ugly 70s playboy who gets cryogenically frozen to pass the time. The bald Dr Evil with a tiny clone holds the world ransom for 1 million dollars, uh, one billion dollars. Awesome fights and beds, a, a bevy of secret Asian thugs. Oh, I guess so. Uh, With lots of (laughs) sex jokes, innuendo, and groovy baby, uh, Shrek and Hugh Grant's wow ex, uh, who turns out to be a fembot, finally shag after getting married, and Dr. Evil makes his escape to be in the ridiculously profitable sequel. I, I mean, certainly some of that was right, but other parts of it were... Deceptive. He actually won $100 billion, and there were other things that weren't quite right. But based on those memories, as flawed, flawed as they were, what rating did they lead you to predict for this film before rewatching it, classic, nostalgic, or tragic? Let's start with Chris this time. What was your prediction for Austin Powers?
3: Um, I, I think I would have probably put uh, nostalgic.
1: Nostalgic? Okay. Uh, Nate, what was your prediction?
2: Mine was the same. I put nostalgic.
0: Nost- All right. Uh, Paul, how about yours? I predicted uh, Team Womp would have a, a, something to say during this episode, but I also predicted that this would be nostalgic.
1: Goodie. uh I actually uh, broke out of the mold here and predicted classic. Um, I remember, so this is, it's funny because I remember when I first saw it, I had no interest in this movie at all when it first came out. And then, I don't know, a few years after that, maybe I was in college, I watched it and I really had fun with it and I remember liking it since then. So, but I haven't cool. seen it in a long, long time. So it'll be interesting to see And it didn't have any rebellious
3: predi- children in it, so it's instantly- That's a, a big, a big plus. God. A big <laughs> That's plus. Always exactly. the but wait, factor. what
0: was all this- Oh, if <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was rebellious adults, Paul. Anyway, be interesting to see if those predictions came true. But first, let's get into our discussion of the things we liked most about Austin Powers. Let's spin up our best three, but best two in this case. So let's start with Nate this time. What is one thing you liked about Austin Powers, International Man of Mystery?
2: Um well like I said this came, this movie came out when I was 18 so I uh, a lot of the the juvenile type humor I, I really <laughs> latched onto um so I I I couldn't stop cracking up at when he would the whole defrosted sequence when they were defrosting him oh, particularly yeah. the uh the long duration urination that was uh I don't know why that just okay I just was just so, crying laughing when I first saw that it was just so immature, but I'm, I was I was on board for it. It was I don't know. I, nice. I'm curious. Uh-oh,
1: and yes. there's there's a scene similar to this in um, A League of Their Own with Tom Hanks, where it's a long oh, drawn yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Can anyone else relate to this? I know I can. <laughs>
2: Oh yeah. Oh totally. DMI, like, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> like those like but, those nights that you just don't want to get up to go to the bathroom and so you just kinda yes. you just kinda grin and bear it exactly. and then Yeah. <laughs> just kinda half exactly. asleep
3: doing it. Just yeah. kinda like not really you're you're just trying to let it flow out but then it doesn't, so you need to give it a little bit of a, a, a kick to get going. Oh, but like just enough of a push a to, you know, get it took. going a little bit. And then it like, kind of stops again, and then you have to give it another. It's kind of like revving a car engine. Yeah, there you go. Get it going a little bit. Yeah, it stops. Get it going a little bit. Cowan's going to
2: explain the average functioning (laughs) of a healthy prostate. Go ahead. Why don't you?
3: If you want, well, Nate, if you don't mind demonstrating, I can actually point out. No, that's no problem. Yeah. (laughs) Are you mad?
1: Uh, I think we might be a little mad here, but okay, that makes sense though. The juvenile humor, Nate, totally get that. Chris, was the humor something that you enjoyed, or was there something else that made your like list?
3: Um, you know, I I thought for for a drama, it was it was surprisingly um funny, but um yeah, I'm I don't, <laughs> unlike me, and that failed joke. Um, <laughs> Wow. Um, yes, I found the humor funny. I found the humor funny, Francisco. Thanks for that great question. Well, good. I'm thought i here for
1: the insightful, deep questions. That's yes, why, I, that's why yes. I'm here, yeah.
3: You should, uh, you should really uh, apply for 60 minutes. Um, yeah. yeah. I thought Rose, it was a step aside. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, I thought it was an excellent parody, especially of... 60s spy films. Like if you've ever gone yes. and actually seen like mm-hmm. a Sean Connery Bond, mm-hmm. they're so terrible. They're so like, <laughs> like the sets are so cheap. The editing and stunts and everything are just oh. so like ridiculously vintage 60s. I was gonna say yeah, really? yeah. They're and, 60s. Yes, yeah. that's, that's that's what. And I, I loved all the little kind of touches where it's like this was 1997. Special effects mm-hmm. had definitely progressed a lot. Um but they were they intentionally used a lot of nineteen sixties style uh yes. cheese. And like when they're mm-hmm. driving in the car, um, you've got the like projection yes. screen of the of, <laughs> yes. of the drive behind them, totally fake. Or one of my favorite ones was when um wow, what's what's the uh like the the agent boss or whatever guy? Basil, oh, uh, oh, yeah, Exposition. Basil. Basil
1: Exposition. Yeah. yeah, Basil
3: Exposition, where he's talking and and like they keep fading out to an edit, like they keep editing his scene when he's like on a shared video screen with several other people. Oh, <laughs> the split screens, yeah. Yeah, he's on the split oh, yeah. screens and you keep seeing like it it cuts to another clip of him. Like they did a bunch I of different that- takes. And then, like, faded between them. Yes. And at first, I was like, "What's going on?" And then, I'm like, ah, oh, I I know what they're doing here, and it's <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, yep, it's yep. subtle and hilarious, and I love it.
1: Yeah. yeah, I noticed that with the general at the beginning when he was like, "Yeah, yeah.
3: get get my overnight bag
1: and all that stuff." He, yeah, he was yeah. very clearly doing the exact same thing. I was like, "Oh my gosh!" And then just I never noticed that.
3: Just calling out all the the tropes of like, "No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna." Put them in this really slow, you know, ridiculously slow lowering device into this, you know, shark tank, (laughs) and I'm going to close the doors. And I love that his son was like calling that all out and just being like, "Dad, I've got a gun. I could just shoot them. Why are you doing this? Like, could do it together. Yes, I love that so much. Yeah,
1: absolutely." Um, sort of, sort of similar in terms of a send up of old sixties, uh, spy movies. It was, and I guess it wasn't so much a send up. It was a, its own thing, but much like those, an opening sort of theme song that sort of gets you into the movie. I it. really enjoyed the opening theme song for oh, Austin oh, yeah. Powers. The. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah it's yeah. totally catchy Be, i enjoy being, being oh, a being a former wedding dj uh we used that <laughs> uh on several uh wedding oh, party really? intros because people nice people really dig that yeah i know people came in just doing the whole 60s uh dances and stuff it was uh oh, oh, nice. it's uh, quite enjoyable as
1: yes, wow, they should okay. well yes um so Paul, was the music or the comedy something that made your like list or did you just really enjoy the chest hair of Mike Myers? All of the
0: above but uh, (laughs) one of the things I really enjoyed the character of Dr. Evil um, but Ah, I especially liked his ineptness contrasted with his son Scott's frustration and their relationship dynamic back and forth uh-huh. it was whenever they were on the screen together it was my favorite moment so yeah. i really I enjoyed that. that
3: oh i forgot whole, like, scott kind of was a, a rebellious child so Ooh, that's yeah. <laughs> oh that's true that might tip the balance for francisco that's true yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to wait and see yeah but Yeah, Scott's
1: complicated. I'm not sure what to make of Scott now that I think about it because he's rebellious, but rebellious against evil. But then he had his own evil. So now I don't know what to think. I'm all confuzzled. (sighs) Well, guys, let's go ahead and get into our class makers, the things that we definitely weren't confuzzled about in terms of our love for this movie. And let's start with uh, Paul this time. What did you love most about Austin Powers, International Man of Mystery?
0: I l- really enjoyed the physical slapstick humor. Um, it's mm-hmm. like when the chair was awkwardly going away after being sat upon it or oh yes the, yeah. the 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 one scene that sticks with me more than any scene throughout the years that i I think back on is when he is in the hallway on that cart. And trying to back up and go forward, trying to turn around on that cart, and he's but stuck in the hallway. He could I've, have
1: gotten into that position, though. I
0: know, but I think of that sometimes when I go down <laughs> narrow hallways. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, could I get a cart and back? Yeah, could I turn it, turn it around? around?
3: <laughs> and then I always think of that. Yes, because that was the why. most unrealistic part of this movie, Francis. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> yeah.
1: exactly. It was, Chris. Thank you. I'm glad you agree yeah. with me on that.
3: Um, Francisco sure likes it just, like, his comedic yet. farces. Grounded in reality. In reality. Yep. Well, exactly. As we all do, yes. <laughs> well,
1: as much as this wasn't grounded in reality, the comedy of it, I actually, that was my classic maker. So you guys, the comedy was your guys' main likes or first likes. For me, it was just the, the best part. I really enjoyed, there are so many laugh out loud laugh out loud moments in this. There were certainly some sinkers. <laughs> And some just like oh, wow that's really lame, but yeah. for the most part I really enjoy the comedy in this uh, in this film. It, yeah, lots of lots of fun. I wasn't expecting to laugh as much as I did uh, on ha- having seen this movie several times. So good so job Francisco, on the comedy. Just to be clear,
3: your your favorite part of the comedy was the comedy. The comedy. Yes.
1: Okay, so some of the <laughs> some of the some of the jokes I particularly liked. You're such a
3: jerk.
1: (laughs) (laughs)
2: Such a jerk, man. Like you're invited onto their podcast, and you're just like, no, you got no. You know what that is? You know what, Francisco? (laughs) I have to apologize. That is that is stunning and brave runoff. That's what that is. That's that's the fact that we were going to record an episode tonight, and we just couldn't make time. So now he's putting on the extra sass for you. So there you go. And you know what? It's
1: it's my Stockholm syndrome uh, sort of coming into the (laughs) fore, guys, because I just I I can't get enough of staying brave, even though I get all this Mm. and and
0: Paul's interruptions. I just I just taking all this abuse. That's okay. Hey, Um, Francisco, can I guess what one of your favorite scenes is? Sure. number two.
3: That was (laughs) (laughs) it. That
0: I
1: thought that bit with Tom Arnold in the oh, bathroom man. was you show that turd lost. okay. Are we just gonna keep going with it? <laughs> yeah, we can. <laughs> no, uh, I really enjoyed that. I really enjoyed. Um, let's see what other parts. I thought it was it wasn't really it wasn't really comedic, but I thought it was so cute. Um, uh, uh, how he introduced Bert Backrack when they're on the top of the <laughs> London thing, and they're, he's just playing. I thought that was funny. That was um, awesome. And. Yeah, and I just, I enjoy, like you said, Paul, the Scott and Dr. Evil dynamic, the whole like, uh, uh, uh or when he said, uh, I didn't spend eight years in uh, evil medical school to be called mister. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just uh, Touches like that were just, I really enjoy yeah. it. Is, is that good enough for you, Chris? Are you happy now? <laughs> Uh, it'll I do. got a whole package
0: sh- waiting for you. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, Chris,
1: since you want to uh, talk, let's let you talk and tell us what your classic maker okay. was for this film.
3: Yeah, I think I think the classic maker for me in this comedy was uh, the comedy, for sure. Um, oh, my gosh. <laughs> no. No, it, it, it actually, I mean, obviously it is. But um, I think the way that it was, they didn't lean too much into, like, one kind of comedy, because yeah, like oh, totally. Paul's, mm-hmm. Paul's talking about kind of the physical humor, right? Um, that's what I enjoy. But I yeah. like that, yeah. like to me, what stood out was uh, in addition to obviously kind of making fun of these tropes, um, a lot of the just just the dialogue was really funny. Like I love that that opening bit where he's like. Dr. Evil has set a trap for you over at the, what was it? The, the swingers jazz, like this long, whatever. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, like, yeah,
3: yes. And and that was funny on its own, but he's like, he set a trap for you. And Austin is like, oh, be right there. Like, <laughs> 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 and like, somehow that just makes sense for the spot. I don't know. Like, yes. from from that moment, it just kind of hooks you. And they've just got, like, the dialogue is funny. The physical comedy is, is funny. And then even just, yeah. and, and and the visual humor where they're freaking like Mm -hmm. Austin Powers is naked and they've got these objects (laughs) just like perfectly timed and positioned to cover his bits. And it's just, uh, it's, it's a, it's a myriad of of different types of humor. And I think that helps present it as a balanced meal that makes it, you know, even if like one type of humor, like you, maybe you're not into the slapstick as much, but if you Mm -hmm. appreciate, you know, funny dialogue or whatever, like it, it draws you in no matter what what your preference.
1: Yeah. And well, one thing specifically I actually forgot to to mention, um, which I'm curious if this if there would be a name for this type of humor, but we'll call it the Swedish Enlarger Gag, how it just sort of kept going and going and going. <laughs> so and called a running I don't gag, remember that. Can yeah, you explain okay, what it was gag. enlarging?
3: What was it? Uh, it was
1: enlarging a <laughs> piece of anatomy. Uh, <laughs> and. Of the Swedes, apparently. Um, oh, okay. and so I just really I don't know just how it kept escalating and escalating. <laughs> Here's a book. How yeah, this. that was hilarious. I I really enjoyed that. <laughs> yeah, uh, awesome. but let's end with uh, Nate. What is what was your classic maker for Austin Powers?
2: Um I think I think for me it was just the writing of certain jokes in general. Like I had forgotten you know, some of the extent like they didn't go sometimes for like the ease, like the really easy like they did go for slapstick at some times, But then they had jokes that that uh, like you were explaining, Francisco, it they kind of doubled down on themselves and tripled down on themselves yes. as far as like yes. the this Swedish and larger. Yeah. But um, mm-hmm, and that in mm-hmm. another one, one of my favorite jokes in that whole thing, because Will Farrell had had just come on the scene like a couple of oh, years yes. before. Yeah. He was yes. he was he was really starting to like pick up steam and and then they had him, yeah they had him play i guess you would call it brown face for the time like he, he, played, he played he played uh mustafa and so that yes. whole joke was was the perfect explanation of what like those t- those jokes that i really like that they doubled down and i don't know why i like that type of comedy so much because yeah, you're but, racist but just just the fact that they like they could <laughs> they could well yeah beside that but like they could they could stop at one or two jokes but they don't they keep building on it and building on it yeah. and that's just what's yeah. so funny yeah. he's yeah. like oh I'm in quite a lot of pain and then like he's like you see I designed this thing myself and you're just like how sad this guy's being taken out by his own evil contraption and then like you right. think he gets shot and they could have end the joke there and it's just it's just so I, uh, I just uh, was in tears shuck, yeah. by the shuck time that's the over off. you shot me you shot me right in the arm <laughs> why did you shoot uh, boom <laughs> yeah so i just i, I think Doctor there was just some like really like clever waiting. there were some really clever jokes whereas a lot of a lot of comedies in the 90s they would just stop at joke one or two
3: yeah um but Absolutely, but they yeah. the,
2: the writers kept doubling down and i think it just made the jokes even funnier
3: and it kind of even like yes. a lot of times the joke's just over and you move on and you're like you're, you're happy with the joke but these yeah. actually almost make you like leave you wanting more yes which is yes exactly like the best oh, yeah, yeah best way yeah. to do it oh like,
2: I, c- I could have had will ferrell yes. going like two or three more yeah. minutes for that death audio like, <laughs> that was, that <laughs> was, that <laughs> like oh
3: you shot my other arm yes you, be the joke you shot there. my leg yeah. are you making me suffer? <laughs> yeah exactly I yeah i, I would have i would have gladly toe. taken it <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely so. uh that's that's a great way to describe it that the comedy in this left you wine more because yeah that's exactly right um Oh, you know. In fact, I forgot something else that was really, really comedic. Stunning. The and Cellcast.
0: Brave. Oh, the um, Cellcast
1: yeah. hosted by Jacob and Drew as Paul talks over me. Yeah, review, that's what I do. <laughs> review. Jacob and Drew review animated movies and TV shows discussing what they appreciate about the medium in whatever form it takes whether it's traditional hand-drawn animated movies claymation shorts or 3D CGI series check out some animated reviews when you subscribe to The Cellcast at thecellcast.podbean.com and don't forget cell is spelled with a single L at
0: thecellcast.podbean.com that's great baby but what does the cell cast have to do with Austin Powers? Animation's really groovy, don't you know? They 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 did an animated Austin Powers. I know they did do it.
1: It's just animation's groovy.
0: It's oh, cool. Okay, that's the oh, connection. Okay.
1: There isn't one, Paul. All right. All right. All right. All right. I have nothing. I lose, sir. Good day. Good
2: day.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, would you would you like some trivia? Would would that yeah. help cleanse Let's, the palate of this yeah. horrible like? just split. All right, then let's go with yeah, some trivia. Baby. Did you all realize that Mike Myers originally wanted Jim Carrey to play Dr. Evil, but Carry eventually passed due to scheduling conflicts with liar, liar. Also in 1997, uh, Myers then took the iconic role himself. <laughs> Bentley, really? Bentley. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, Bentley or Paul or, uh, and Chris and Drew, uh, Chris and Nate. Drew is not here. That was in the promo. Uh here's my trivial question for you. What actor would you have loved to see as Austin Powers if Mike Myers couldn't have done it? So let's start with Chris.
3: All right. Um yeah, this is actually a, a tough one because it's so it's you know, especially since he plays so many characters and, and as the series goes on even more mm. uh it's kind of hard to like think of who who else could do it. Jim Carrey was actually the first first one that came to mind for me, um, oh, so it's really? kind of okay. funny that um, that uh, that he was actually in the running for it because yes. he, he would have done a fantastic job. He's an excellent mm. character actor, arguably Absolutely. better than than Mike Myers. Um, mm-hmm. But it, I think, that also would have really changed the flavor a lot. Um, yes
1: yes yeah
3: And I, I was trying to think of another one but jim carrey was really the, the first one that popped into to my head
1: okay then you can just keep jim carrey that's fine it didn't say other than jim carrey um just not Mike Myers. and
0: so good job uh <laughs> I... nate how about you dude i, I wanted I to clarify to of... you're asking sorry oh, you, ahead, you're Paul? asking who wanted to pl- who would what yeah, actor Jim, would you Jim? have loved to have seen
1: as Austin Powers if Mike right, Myers but even, couldn't even have Even though
0: it. the trivia was about Doctor Evil character, you're talking about the Mike Myers character. The, uh, I mean the uh, yes. the Austin Powers character. Yes. Okay. All right. Just wanted to clarify.
1: <laughs> I it's uh, not like I was you. confused when I wrote this question, Paul.
0: Oh well, it was a jump. Sorry. I couldn't make yeah, the leap. Yeah, you're league, throwing everyone I, for I, a loop, I'm Francisco.
2: Thanks a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not like the same you know, actor tra- played both characters.
3: <laughs> but go ahead.
2: I was trying to think of anybody else that could do character acting kind of around that time. Um mm-hmm. uh, and so Jim Carrey was again the you know, same here, the first one that came to my mind. The only other person I think that may be able to do it justice at that period in time might be like Dana Carvey or somebody who can do that's a good like one. impressions or okay. something like that. Let's, but we all go we all know how Master of, of Disguise went. Right. we so, that's yeah. Oh,
1: well, yeah. Let's go outside this time. Anytime, anytime you can pull an actor into nineteen
2: ninety seven. <laughs> Mary Our Peter answers are not Jackie sufficient Frozen? enough for Francisco. No. Wow. <laughs> wow. He's like, we are not going to proceed on this episode until you give me the answer I desire.
0: Yeah, Eddie basically ah, dang, he's slapping bro. you on same the time wrist time same time your time your Oh yeah, Eddie
2: Murphy did live during that time period. You're right. Right. Um, okay, so somebody who, let's see, they can't be older than 20, according to San Francisco. Or, or Black. San Francisco, <laughs> there we go. Uh, according wow. to Francisco. Um I don't know. I don't know. Ariana Grande, is that? Are you happy <laughs> no. now? Are you happy now? She probably would have knocked it out of the park.
3: She's she's actually more of a singer than an actress. Yeah, you're right. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Justin you know Bieber, if are you he,
2: happy now? William, are you there happy you, now? you go. He's been <laughs> in, in Zoolander too. He's an actor. William Shakespeare. William Shakespeare. As Shakespeare. long as we're considering the whole
3: timeline of history, let's throw Shakespeare in there. <laughs> well, he he was obviously versatile. He yes, you know, comedies, tragedies, romance, all of the above. So I think William yes. Shakespeare really could yes. have nailed this oh, part.
2: My. Doth I have an enlarger? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Nay, it is not mine. (laughs) Okay. All right, guys. Fine. Your assumption is folly. (laughs) No, we
1: can't have any Bill Murrays. No Dan Aykroyds. There's no one else that can fill
0: this role. Fine.
1: Fine.
2: I know. All right. I don't think so. Oh, who's the don't guy? Go for Paul, the classics like Jerry Lewis or uh, Don Knotts. Jerry Lewis, that's okay. what I was thinking Let's, of. Oh, there you go. He, he yes. could have done it. <laughs> Very Jerry, yes. <laughs> yeah. Jerry Lewis could have knocked it out of it, the park. Yes.
1: Is Jerry Lewis, um, uh, dead? Yes. yes. Friendly, even pretty lady, yes.
3: That,
0: that guy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. Yeah. Okay. He was the original. Well, let's say for instance, Let's professor. hear
0: your Don Knotts as uh, as Austin Powers.
3: <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> oh,
0: it's a groovy baby. <laughs> yeah, there you go.
3: What about Jimmy Stewart? He actually
0: did play the Love God in some 60s no, 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 movie. give okay, like me anyway, your your actor. No, because I, the, the only groovier. person I thought of at the time. Was uh, Paulie Shore, and he would have been terrible at this. So. <laughs> All right,
3: well, would, you, this would trivia... you like to would you like to shag baby? But <laughs> <laughs> J- Jimmy Stewart as Austin Powers. Yes,
1: I got that. I got that. Yeah, that was a deleted Riley scene Burp from *Wonderful and Life*. <laughs> and Austin Powers. Wow. Okay, guys. Uh,
0: was that great trivia, Paul? I don't know. Yeah, that was great it was trivia, Francis. That was great trivia. And now that we all had some trivial fun, let's find out what our memories, you, our Radical Rewinders, had to say about Austin Powers. Uh, Steve Hamilton says, nasty teeth. And yeah, yeah, baby, every 10 seconds. (laughs) Stanley Wright says, it's groovy. A goofy look if James Bond, if James Bond, if it was a comedy.
1: Yep. Uh, Steve Forrester says, I can't believe that with all of the hashtags you attach to this movie, you missed the obvious one. Hashtag
0: groovy. Well, there's so many hashtags that could belong to this movie. It's ridiculous. So mm. LJ Lowry says, I was too young to understand most of the adult humor when it came out. One of those movies that just got funnier as I got older. Ashley Crambitter says, allow
1: myself to introduce myself. One of the most memorable lines from any
0: movie with how ridiculous it is. Yes, that's another good one. Jeff W. Ames says, The plethora of characters and their own personalities. I love the slapstick humor. Scotty was a good character. Dr. Evil was great. When Dr. Evil asks for
2: $1 million
0: and asks and thinks that's a huge lump of sum of money. LOL. Drew Dajan says,
1: I have never actually seen this movie, movie, so why am I commenting? I don't know, Drew. Why are you?
0: <laughs> Maybe you should ask should the cell cast. and david Bobke says "You're, you're reviewing austin powers i have to tell you some of these things okay i've been frozen for 30 years i recall austin being very randy and ornery or something i record i recall not taking an elevator when there was a perfectly good canoe i recall no inner monologue basically a whole lot of quotable quotes and memorable scenes and then in Frau Farbissina's voice, or whatever her name is, she says, Bring on the dislikes. Wow, you're not supposed to read in Frau Farbissina's
1: voice, but whatever, Paul. But yes, let's get let's spin up the things we didn't like about *Awesome Powers. Here's our Worst Three. Or worse two again. Uh, so here we go. Let's start with uh Let's start with Nate this time. What is the thing you what's one thing you didn't like about Austin Powers?
2: This is this is a very trivial thing to dislike because I didn't I didn't I don't have a whole lot of dislikes with the movie. But uh, Mm. the fact that it's in high def now (laughs) and uh, they had a lot of close ups on Austin's teeth, which (laughs) back back in the 90s. There was really no such thing as high definition. Like, DVD right. was about as as good as it got, and even then, that was kind of new technology. So, w- watching it this time around, and I was, like, watching it, like, right in front of a computer. So, my face was, like, a foot uh-huh. away from the screen. And it's just these <laughs> nice. high-def, just disgusting teeth and all these <laughs> shots. And I was like, oh, man. I totally, like did not get the 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 clarity back in 97 when i first watched yeah. it so it was kind of uh it was almost a little nauseating at this point all right <laughs> did
1: did you guys feel like his teeth weren't always that bad like they they didn't maybe they didn't I always have they, the i noticed i noticed that they um
2: they they made them a little mm-hmm. nicer when he had kind of the more uh just heart to heart interactions with oh. uh was it Vanessa oh. is that was that her? Name? Yeah. 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 Yeah, Vanessa. Mm-hmm. So that like is, like when is, he's like when he's when they're I'm when they're correct. on drinking champagne on the bed and and he's like explaining to her what her father was like and and everything um they're you know they I could tell they actually like his teeth almost look kind of normal. And oh, really? I think I think they yeah, just did yeah. that just kind of like a psychological standpoint that people wouldn't be drawn away from, from the <laughs> kind of the heartfelt lines that, that he had at that, that small yes. time. So either that, or it was yeah. supposed to come at like another point in the movie after he got his teeth cleaned up. But I doubt that. No, Nate, you're a
0: hundred percent correct. They had three sets of different teeth and in, degrading order and and it's for those close-ups during the more romantic um (laughs) they they did that because they didn't want people nauseated like oh wow how could she ever kiss him with those teeth or something like that right Right. gotcha yeah like the Uh, the,
2: the most the most decrepit was really upsetting they were like just these yellow like like (laughs) stunted sort of going in different directions sort of teeth exactly exactly Anyway, again, a oh trivial dislike, but uh, you know that was that was all I could all I could really find.
1: Well, no, that's that's totally fair, uh, Chris. What was something that nauseated you about this movie? <laughs>
3: wow. Um, yeah, I think in it, honestly, it was a little hard to find anything like a that I particularly didn't like about the movie. Um, Mm -hmm. But I do you know, I do think sometimes, you know, while they provide that wide smattering of humor um, uh, of different kinds, you know, some of it definitely Mm -hmm. did get a little juvenile and, you know, yes, stuff that maybe would have been hilarious back when I was a teenager is now a little bit like okay fart humor poop humor whatever um but at the yeah. same time i felt like they reigned it in just enough to re- to where it wasn't just like junior high level they they presented it in a way where it was still you know it 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 it,
2: it, it wasn't the love guru is what you right. saying. right <laughs> exactly
3: yeah. it wasn't it Ren and anymore. stimpy it was yeah
2: yes
1: yeah exactly Okay, that's fair, though. But yeah, so there is some of some of it that is more on the juvenile side, for sure. Uh, Paul, what was a juvenile for you about this
0: movie? As um, bad as a segue as that was. Not, not too bad. Um, there have been worse, baby. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, this, I've had better. Yeah, exactly. Better. <laughs> and that goes right into what I'm about to say. This is more personal. I think I'm in the minority hmm. of this. but um, A report, I'm, maybe i'm not i don't consider myself like a a very prudish person but Mm the um the sexual humor i Mm -hmm. i'm i i'm not i enjoyed it so i'm not that prudish but i get (laughs) i enjoyed it but everyone else shouldn't (laughs) well that's that's just it like if i watch this with friends or family i get too like embarrassed or or whatever that that i can't really enjoy myself Uh so like if i watch it by myself or with my wife that's great because a lot of that humor i think belongs in the bedroom that's fine whatever but if this, I'm not one of the kind of person that, that like elbows his neighbor and says, check this out, you know, the, the, you know, that kind of thing. Yes. So you're know, like, when we go, like, I remember going to the movies and seeing this with my parents and there's a lot of sexual humor <laughs> in there and it's just very uncomfortable. So it's not a movie I would sit down and watch with the family or friends. Yeah, so.
1: for sure. Yeah. And that's, that. and that's me. Like I was honestly surprised this is rated PG 13 and not R, but uh, Chris, what were you going to say?
3: Well, it didn't. It didn't have any actual nudity or, or like, you yeah, know, anything that would warrant an yes, R rating. That's true. Um,
1: yeah, but
3: yeah, well, I was just gonna not agree, even the, like it's the mention. It's a show. I was about to. Say, oh, good. Oh yeah, here we go. I was, I was about to say not even the
0: mention of the <laughs>
2: cat.
3: Yeah, it. They they get away with that. Is that going to be an edit? That's right. going to be an edit, huh? So nothing I say. Well, from it from could that. be. <laughs> I'm sweet, lay it on. <laughs> No, I was just—I was just going to agree. Like, it's a hilarious show, and I feel like I like I—I I want to share it, but like, I'm—I'm I'm not really going to be able to share it with my with my kids. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Anyway. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, just when they're you know twelve, I think that's the perfect time, probably.
3: Yes, right when their hormones <sighs> yeah. are formulating. Exactly. Right exactly. when they
0: want it most. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my gosh.
3: laughs> No, not
1: at all. I can't. Uh let's see. So for me, the thing that I didn't like, and it sort of plays into what we're talking about, the teeth before a little bit. I don't really get how I mean I sort of I back back when I first saw this, I did not understand it all. Now, as I'm older, I kind of get it a little bit. How Vanessa falls for awesome powers when he's just coming on so strong so much of the time.
0: It's the wine, and, baby. I can't. <laughs> No, but even
1: after, even without that, you see, like when the, she's turned away from him, she'll have these like little
0: grins at his yeah. his. Uh, uh, I'm well, not sure if, you, if it's. Oh, go if ahead. If you notice, she wasn't completely repulsed at the beginning. Like you yeah. would think, like if it was made today, like the, these women wouldn't stand for that. Those kind of comments, like yes. like punch him in the face right away. She she grinned and bared it for surprisingly very long,
2: in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. So absolutely. that helps
0: he's into yeah. it
2: to be to be fair she is british so look at her selection it's just nothing but bad (laughs) teeth i mean it's just you know so hey women love confidence and austin powers has a ton of confidence even if he's like even if he has like a mask kind of like where you you, you can tell her sometimes Uh when he really feels like vulnerable and stuff like that but he still tries to disguise it yeah but I so I didn't
1: quite so I that's that's essentially why I feel like I understand a little bit more now, uh, Nate. But I don't really get the whole point of Alada being into him. I I mean it doesn't seem like that plays into the story much. Like yeah, there's like, not much story to play into here. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't Hamlet over here. What? No. Okay. Well, fine. Uh, all right. So that's something else I didn't like. Let's get into the things we hated most about this film, though. Uh, I'm going to double back to uh Paul what did you like about Austin Powers the most?
0: Um basically like I was saying the the story and um this this goes back to what I kind of disagree with you guys are saying that the humor left you wanting more. For me hmm. I was like I'm done. Okay. okay, I don't need to I don't need to rewatch this anytime soon. In fact uh, because I think a lot of the humor is a little bit over the top and there's not really much um, depth to the story. I I think that the longer that you go without seeing this movie, the better the next rewatch is. So I'm not, you know, that eager to rewatch it. And I think the movie suffers for that. Ah, uh,
1: that makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, Chris, what suffers the most for you about this movie?
3: Yeah, this is a tricky one, and I'm actually going to go less personal on this, and okay, and say that I think what might, if I step outside of myself, and I just think like what what could turn some people uh, away from it, um, mm-hmm. is it's it's really funny, kind of ironic to me that it's you know it's a movie set in the '90s that kind of highlights how much the the times have changed since the '60s. Yep, and and, and like, you know, how, how political correctness changed between the 60s and the 90s. And now looking back in the 2020s and seeing how politically incorrect it is now. Um, right. In some ways, for me, like, made it way more entertaining. But I think yeah. Yeah, I could so, definitely yeah. see where certain people might be really turned off. Because this movie has... Okay, first of all, he's you know, it, when he punches that, that female spy and then it's, it's a man, man, you know, like oh, yeah. that's not politically oh, correct yeah. anymore. Uh, yeah. there's that, that's definitely kind of a, a, a couple jokes. Oh, that's transphobic is what it is, Paul. Yeah. You know. And the, <laughs> and the, the joke, uh, I mean, there were some punching down jokes, like the whole, um, uh, I, I don't remember what the line was, but, but Scotty, uh, calls his father like a lazy-eyed something or other. Cyclops or some yeah. monster. Lazy-eyed oh, okay. monster. Uh, there's a blind man joke. Um, oh, yeah. And then obviously there's a lot of sexism that's, you know, kind of a nod to the 60s climate yes. that you yeah. could probably well, get away with. But it was definitely what, some stuff there where I'm like, you couldn't make those jokes mm-hmm. if you were making Austin Powers today.
1: Right. What's and it actually almost your...
3: makes me want... To see, like, I want to see an Austin Powers, like, follow-up, where now, like, someone from the 90s gets transported into the 2020s and has to deal with the the political climate (laughs) differences. That'd be awesome.
1: Because it'll be 30 years in 2027. So it'll be, like, another 30 years from 97. What were you trying to say, Paul?
0: I was about to say exactly what what he was referring to. It was 30 years ago then, and this movie was 30 years ago now. Yeah, roughly. Pretty, much. So, pretty much.
1: She's just nuts. Uh, how time right. marches on. Uh, so, Nate, what uh, was the worst part about this film for you?
2: My tragic maker is kind of along the lines of what Paul was bringing up. Um, like I said, I, was, I think I was 18. I just turned 18 when the movie came out mm-hmm. in theaters. Um, and I don't mm-hmm. think... I don't think I actually saw it in the theater. I think I saw it at home, good old you know video rental, um with with the folks. (laughs) So (laughs) yeah, so that was uh it's it's a shame because there's there's certain scenes that I don't think were quite necessary. I mean, I know they wanted to get certain gags in there, but like you Mm -hmm. know the whole like Miss Alada's penthouse and 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 just just certain scenes that um. It's a shame like you, it could technically be like, a, you know, a really goofy, silly kind of more geared towards family movie if they didn't mm-hmm. have certain scenes. They could yeah. still do enough innuendo. So the parents are get it, you know, and they're like, Aha, yeah, yeah. All right, you know, but but they they just kind of took it that next step, um, you know, where it just it just kind of made it really. I think it kind of. um really narrowed the uh the the audience that could see it that you might consider Mm -hmm. like appropriate basically like a little too juvenile for the older like middle-aged folks and onwards uh too inappropriate for you know if you're not like in your late teens or whatever um i agree and uh, i was watching it again i was frankly kind of surprised that like you said francisco that um that it got a a pg-13 or i mean i'm just kind of like well they were they were kind of pushing the, but at the, at the time, yeah, but you, yeah, if you compare it to other movies of the 90s, like they you could have like nude that's scenes we... in PG 13, like it was that yeah. same year, was that's it? Yeah, it was, yeah. yeah, there's With Titanic, Titanic, there, Titanic PG-13 yeah, PG yeah. 13 somehow, yeah, it was. So, yeah, it um, is. so I don't know, you know, the MP, uh, I think the moral of the story really is that the MPAA sucks. So that's all just leave it <laughs> like that. yeah. so that's,
3: that's... throw me a freaking bone here. <laughs>
2: So your tragic
1: maker is the MPAA. Okay, that's totally fair. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Uh, for me, uh, my tragic maker is actually something that Chris I think alluded to that he liked, but it's it's in this realm that we're talking about, and uh, the the visual innuendo at the some towards the beginning and then mainly at the end when they're they're married. Uh, during their honeymoon, and just all the blocking of the nudity with different
0: melons or or milk <laughs> things. was. <laughs> oh, it upset you that they were blocking it? They should have just, <laughs> just showed it. Like,
1: they did not That's the director's cut.
0: Much.
1: Oh, oh okay. my gosh. That's I thought the scene that, that, that Paul wasn't was all saying. Necessary.
3: He specifically uses to spice things up in his marriage. Right. That's, oh what, he, that's what I heard. <laughs> that's, wow. what, that's, what I, that's what I got. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. Good, good active listening skills there, guys. No, I just thought it was a bit <laughs> too too much. You didn't need as... It, maybe a little bit would have been okay, but they just yeah. went too too much into that. Um, uh, so that was admit, my trash like, maker. But you have to admit,
3: like, crudeness aside, it was a pretty clever gag. Like, the amount of, <laughs> the like, time precision planning. Well. Oh, no, yes. Like, that is I true. kind of want to see the behind the scenes of that, but I'm really afraid to. Yeah. And you, yes, exactly. You, you think that's say... bad? Just watch the intro to the Spy Who Shagged Me. <laughs> <laughs>
2: like they go all out in that whole musical oh, sequence gosh. in the beginning. Oh, yeah. with I was the about to say I can tell is, you that. In bits the, and pieces
0: in the audio commentary. They they explain how they were able to do it so precisely. Oh, really? Oh, that's cool. Oh, yeah. yeah. They um, they what they did is they had off screen monitors mm-hmm. for um, Elizabeth and Michael to look yeah. at. So yeah, I, that I they could, you, you yeah. could
2: you could tell she was trying very closely to to line like, things yeah. up. <laughs> yeah, but the eyeline was great because it looked like she was just like
0: talking on the phone, looking off into a distance. Yeah. You know, whatever. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I will say. <laughs> um. So I
1: watched this on high def, similar to you, Nate. Like my screen right here. I was watching it, and during the scenes where uh, Austin was naked, like walking around the penthouse or whatever. Uh, you could sort of make out sometimes whatever sort of underwear piece was
2: holding his. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes. His, his I noticed that too. Was you like t- sort of a black totally or something could... underwear. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Now we're going to dedicate so the next five minutes that. as to why all three of us were looking that closely at Mike Myers. crotch. <laughs> hey, he's
3: really charming. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, baby. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Alright. So let's well, let's
2: dig in. Let's let's figure it out. No, let's <laughs> oh.
1: not. Let's it's time to <laughs> dig into our final ratings, guys. We've entered all our trajectories all right. into the firing computer. Alice, do you have a firing solution for us? Firing solution
0: complete. Rating salvo at the ready on your mark.
1: Let's dig in. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well. Alrighty guys it's time for the moment of truth do we rate austin powers a classic we'd recommend anyone go see this whether or not they've seen it before a, a nostalgic it's worth your time to revisit if you've saw it as a kid or teenager or some point uh in the past and you haven't seen it in a while uh but if you haven't seen it don't excuse me don't stick it out maybe go watch spy Hard or something um or is it a tragic? We'd recommend no one watch this movie, whether or not you've seen it before. Let's start with our guests. Uh, let's start with Chris this time. What was your final reign for Austin Powers? You you predicted nostalgic. Did it stay that way or swing one way or the other?
0: Swing it, baby.
3: Um, <laughs> Swing it. Um, You know, it actually swung into classic for me, hmm. uh, which oh, honestly nice. surprised me. But I just thought, like, yeah. it was pretty freaking hilarious the whole whole way through there wasn't there Mm -hmm. really weren't enough tragic makers to just be like i think i would enjoy this you know if i was watching it for the first time because it'd been so long i hardly even remembered it and so as I i was able to watch it through through fresh eyes and just like this is actually really funny some of it is freaking clever and uh i i enjoyed the heck out of it
1: nice very cool uh nate you also predicted nostalgic what did your final reign end up being
2: i'm i'm confident sticking with my nostalgic i was also thinking okay. like you know should i waver into classic territory but this would definitely be something that it's like if you were there at the time or you were a certain age definitely appreciate the heck out of it when you know you know uh-huh. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't go recommending this to you know anybody like my parents' age (laughs) if they hadn't seen it. You know, maybe my dad since he likes spy movies. But, but other than that, I think it's 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 good for the people that have seen it, and they we can all appreciate it together.
0: Gotcha, Um, Paul. Yeah, yeah, I predicted nostalgic, nostalgic. but it was barely for me. I was not looking forward to this rewatch. Okay. But um, some things didn't age well, and mm-hmm. uh, but some things did. It got better. So, I, I, but I'm gonna keep it right where it was, nostalgic, more positive. I'll definitely wait, you know, it, like a, a while before seeing it again, just so that I could those things can appreciate. But I'm mm-hmm. gonna keep it at nostalgic. Okay. Uh,
1: for me, I I was very much in, in line with Chris here, um, where I was just it was. So much more enjoyable to watch this time. I think giving it the the space uh, that uh, we had helped, and so for me, I rate Austin Powers International Man Mystery a classic. So. Right. That means we have a draw, which means we're going going to go to our Rewind Republic, the people that support us at the five dollar more level, for them to be the tiebreaker. So thank you everyone who supports us at, at that level, and Francisco from the fu uh, from the future. What did they rate this movie? Thank you, Francisco from the past. And uh, thanks to our rewind Republic, not only for supporting this content but with our votes and theirs, Austin Powers is read a disputed classic film. We'd recommend anyone go see this, whether or not they've seen it before. All right, back to Francisco and crew of the past
3: oh yes, I my knew it gosh. I told you really? the people have voted, and they are on my what side on?
0: what I, I don't know about I, that i
1: I mean I get you know what if I take a take a moment to think about i guess i kind of see of course it it makes
0: sense yeah
1: but all right all right well that's good to know that that's the final rain, but it's time to get back to our own time good old 20 xx 20
0: xx
3: Comsat online receiving incoming transmission
1: All right, guys, it feels good to be back, but we wouldn't have been able to get back to 1997 to begin with if it weren't for our, our amazing reflex capacitors, namely Jared Holzhauer, Deborah Powers, Brian Keane, Patrick Hicks, LJ Lowry, Chris Cowan. He's right here. Ooh. Chris Owens, Geek Devotions, The Untold Podcast, <laughs> James Kennison, Drew of the Cellcast, Ashley Cronenbitter, Pastor Deuce, and Kenneth and Redeemed Otaku. That's our Bobbo, Josh Adams, Dee Tungsten, Andy Lewis, Jeff, The Dapper Man Reviews. Tony from the Retro Days, Mr. Loss, and Daryl Hafner, in addition to 10 other awesome patrons as
0: well. I like there was one person randomly named Jeff.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you all so much for keeping the the gigawatts coming, and if you want to help us keep flying for as little as $1 a month and get bonus content for your generosity, head over to RetroRewindPodcast.com slash support to help us grow via Patreon, Subscribestar, or PayPal.
0: And while we're thanking our supporters, we also want to give a big groovy hug to our guests uh, from the stunning and brave for supporting us with their thoughts about Austin powers tonight. So I'll go in alphabetical order and start with Chris. Where can people find you online? Is there anything cool you got going on that people
3: should know about? Um, mainly just stunning and brave with my buddy here, Nate at uh, stunning and um Oot. What? What? <laughs> Woosh. I just said woots because oh. I, I
1: enjoy your guys' show so much. Oh. So,
3: oh, Aww, you're so sweet. That's so nice. You're so sweet. <laughs> so nice. Um, <laughs> and uh, I mean, you can find me on <laughs> on right, the right. other socials. I'm on Instagram at Mad Cowan, and I post funny things that my kids say and do there, so you can check me out there.
0: Nice, cool very cool all right yeah thanks and nate where can people find you online is there anything cool you got going on that people should know in about? the
2: exact same place it's sunny and brave.net uh because uh excellent cowan, cowan can vouch i i'm not a social media uh, uh i'm not super active on the social media so really wouldn't be worth following me i'll be i'll be completely honest it's not not an interesting guy whatsoever so i'm fully confident in saying that But he, totally but he's fair. cute I disagree. Right. Right. That is true. Uh-huh. Actually, I no. I'm sorry. Oh, you know, I take stunning. that back. I do have an OnlyFans account. <laughs> uh, oh no, should I not? Okay. Oh right. wow. No? Is
3: that all right? He <laughs> he has surprisingly. No, that you migrated
0: to Fansly recently, right? <laughs> yeah.
2: Wow. All right. Move on.
3: <laughs> wow. So
1: this is where this is how let come to. Very good. Very good. Thank you so so much, Chris and Nate, for being here. It's always a, a great. Uh, Fun time when you guys can uh, come on the podcast. Um, And, yeah, definitely. uh, Like I said, I'm a big fan of staying brave. Maybe that's the type of humor I enjoy. Really enjoy uh, both these guys. No, Paul. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. But for $500, maybe. uh, Anyway, thank you again, guys. And a hearty thanks to those of you listening for the first time. And, of course, all of... All of you who are a part of our Rad Rewinder community. You all who watch this live every week, whether we're recording this podcast or playing retro games, are an amazing group of people helping sustain the pod. But if you're looking for ways to get involved in growing this Retro Rewind endeavor, reach out to us on social media where we are at Retro Rewind Pod pretty much everywhere. Buy some of our merch. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. We haven't gotten a review in a long time. So, uh, hey, looking at you, uh, Austin. Mrs. Kensington, go review now. Um, But if you can't do that, you could also become a monthly patron or simply share a favorite episode of yours of the podcast with a friend so that more people can enjoy the content of the Retro Rewind pod. Ding, ding. I want chicken. I want liver. Meow mix, meow mix, please deliver.
0: You have been listening to the groovy Retro Rewind podcast at RetroRewindPodcast.com slash 237. Our review of Austin Powers, my cousin, with me as your exo, PaulJPowers.com. You can find me online and all my socials at PaulJPowers.com. Thank you for
1: being an amazing spy and friend. Oh wait, I was supposed to say a spy thing, I'm sorry, Paul. Uh, but thank you for another fun voyage, Paul. I have been and continue to be the captain of the pod, Francisco Ruiz. Find me on Twitter at FXRetro underscore, especially if you need pixel artwork commissioned. This podcast is a proud
2: member of Culture Box, a curated collection of podcasts, videos, and articles that will provide you a balanced meal of content you will find culture celebrated for its past and future, satirized for its extremes, explored in study, and created anew in story. Point your web browser to culturebox.media.
0: And we are now part of the Culture Box Media Network. Find all the shows unpacking truth through story, comedy, and geekery at culturebox.media. And with that, Captain, we are on final approach to groovy bass, baby. Thank you, Exo, and thank you all for listening. We
1: pray you are more joyful now than when you first hit play. But like a Pokemon, we got to catch you all for the start of Merry Matrix with The Matrix Reloaded, our next episode of the Retro Rewind Podcast.
0: Smashing the Matrix, baby, yeah! Retro Rewind mission complete. Proceed to Point Omega and return to base. Yeah!
1: Yeah, that's about every 10 seconds.